Hey, y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with another Sharing September episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. So before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Since 2016, you have lent me your ears um, whenever you feel like it. I mean, there's so many podcasts that are out there in podcast land. You choose to listen to mine, and I really appreciate that. So we are in again, tea time, sharing September. I'll be giving some behind the scenes insight as to what's been going on with Spiritual Homegirl, um, not only over the last three years with the pandemic, but also since 2016 of creating spiritual homegirl so i'm really excited to just share some tea with y'all and kind of get some of this stuff off because you know i know that with sharing our stories we can help others through our experience right so um today is the 14th of september which means tomorrow will actually be spiritual homegirls seven year anniversary on september 15th i'm gonna do a bonus episode on friday and that episode's gonna be about how somebody tried to hix me <laughs> like your word girl we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about it. We're going straight home, girl, tomorrow. Okay, so you make sure that you subscribe to the podcast so you can get that episode when it drops. Because it's been some time, and I feel like it is time to share. It is time to share. I have been quiet for the last eh, few years or so, and I heard everybody give their side. And I'm like, y'all know, y'all y'all be lying. I was like, child, boo. And then, you know, burning candles, making videos and content. <laughs> Like, you you do know you do know right you know i'm the home girl right like come on don't do that don't do that that little hex ain't gonna work that that don't that witchcraft ain't finna work on me you don't even know what i practice you better we gonna say that for tomorrow though but um i wanted to talk about honestly just just <laughs> let's calm it down but i wanted to talk about um something i've been working on for a while and i said i was going to share it on my last episode if you have not heard tea time part one um definitely click the link to listen to that first. How about you tap in with that first so you can make sure that you are on track to get all of the tea that I will be spilling this month. Um, I talked about why silence is sexy, why I was silent, and then um, some things I, I learned over the last few years and things of that nature. But today, I actually want to just, you know, just kick it and just talk a little bit about what I've been working on and some unpopular opinions that I have. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> So I'm going to talk about what I'm working on in just a moment. But if you haven't um, tapped in on my email list, what are you waiting on? Make sure you do so that so that you're not uh, missing any any news that I'll be sharing um, as I continue to grow and go through the process of spiritual homegirl and just working on myself personally and professionally. So the unpopular opinions that I have, it's not many. It's about five. And they're all through experience. So unpopular opinion number one, this whole like come healed thing that everybody's saying, that ain't it. That's not it. Um, love, and, and look, in all fairness, I used to say that too. Come healed, come healed. You know, people get a little bit of healing and all of a sudden they want everybody to come healed. And that's just not realistic. The reason why is because nobody's 100% healed. Nobody's 100% a master of their experience. If that's the case, there's nothing to learn from. There's nothing to learn from. I'm not saying bring all of your unhealed stuff and don't get it fixed and then expect someone to deal with that. Because honestly, that's not fair either. But what I'm saying is love itself can be healing. However, it can also be healing as a supplement to professional help or peer support help or whatever it is that you're doing. It's just 
it's not realistic to come healed. There are always going to be setbacks that we go through in life because that's just the way the human experience is. It's so fluid. It's not realistic to tell people to come healed because it's almost like, you know, how are you coming initially? You want somebody to love you. So it's almost like, you know, what are some things that you're not willing to negotiate on when it comes to that? You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. Everyone's going to have their issues. Yes. But the main question is, instead of expecting somebody to come a certain way, how are you going to have an expectation of yourself to be clear about what you're going to deal with once it shows up? You think people come and heal till they show you some stuff. Once you start bonding, once some time starts passing, you start seeing things that you didn't even think people were dealing with. So once the mask comes off, what do you do? I think that's more of the question versus the declarative statement of coming healed. Anybody can portray a certain thing and come healed. But then once that mask comes off, what you going to do? What are y'all going to do? So I don't know. I think the topic or the, the, the real introspection should really come off of external and what you're going to do internally if something actually does not work out after you become emotionally invested. That's what we don't talk about. A lot of times in our content as creators and things of that nature, we never really talk about what do you do in that regard or how do you tell that the mask has come off and it's actually somebody completely different. I know from experience, I've dated somebody like that who presented one way and was a complete 180 of what it was. But by that point, I was already invested and I had to really sit with myself on how I was going (laughs) to leave (laughs) because I couldn't deal with that. I said, oh, this is not going to work. This is not going to work for me. I need to get up out of this situation as safely as possible because this is not it, okay? So, you know, you just have to figure that part out. Anybody can, quote unquote, come fake healed. Anybody can present whatever you want them to be. How do you deal with that nuance? Well, they aren't who you thought they were. So that's my unpopular opinion, number one. Popular, uh, unpopular, excuse me, unpopular opinion, number two. Always consider the other side with things when it comes to everything you see on social media. This is going to sound kind of contradictory because I say a lot of things that are declarative. But at the same time, what you all don't know is that I actually do this in practice with everybody's content that I see on social media. I always look at the content that I see and I say, okay, cool, that sounds good. And then I look at the opposite of that. What could be the opposite meaning of this? What could, what could be the other side of this? What is the contradiction of this? And I can still choose to agree with what I saw even though I explored the contradiction of the other side. Almost everything can be contradicted on social media. Everything. Everything. I believe that my job is to see both sides and determine how it affects my life, if at all. It's almost like what Granny said, chew the meat, spit the bones, right? So I'm putting this on y'all if you all choose to accept the mission to just, you know, explore a little bit. Expand your mindset and how you how your logic um, applies certain things and how you're looking at stuff. And I'm curious to know, can you see the contradiction and still accept that? Can you see the contradiction and not accept that? Can you see the contradiction and be indifferent to where it don't even affect your life like that to where that's something that you even want to take with you and receive? You know what I mean? It's just, ugh, it's just so, it's, it's exhausting. But I get it, you know, it's hard to communicate nuances and contradictions and things of that nature. Um, in a post, it's, you know, it's just, it just is what it is. And a bonus unpopular opinion to that is that everybody's a walking contradiction, even you, even me. We all are contradictions. A lot of us are not going to be one way a thousand percent of the time. Again, the nature of how fluid the experience is, is just, that's just not possible. 
If anybody were to tell me they're a set weight every single time, not most of the time, every single time, I'm not going to believe them. I just feel like the experience of who we are as humans, it is too fluid for somebody to handle things 100% of the time the exact same way. I just can't. I can't. Most times, yes. All times, no. Do I believe someone is 100% righteous 100% of the time, 100% of the day? No, I don't. And I don't believe people that portray that or say they are. I hate to say it. I just don't. And it's an unpopular opinion because the image of folks, we're attached to folks we don't know. We're attached to images that are presented. And we just assume that they are of a certain type of caliber based on what they show us. But we don't really factor in that that can also go a different way. There may be some folks that are not 100% nice all the time. Sometimes folks have bad days. Sometimes folks don't want to be bothered. And that might be a day where you might catch them on that day. And then you're disappointed because it's like, oh, I thought they were so-and-so. No, they are who they are. They're humans. They're not who we think they are. And I'm not saying that as, an, as a character attack or to say that people are, are lying. It's just a matter of we're all contradictions. We're not going to be who we think that they are 100% of the time. That's just not realistic. So that's all I'm saying. Um, unpopular opinion number three, though. Investing in yourself is a game changer. Not just time, not just energy, but money. I know that the sexy name for money these days is financial resources, resources, financial money. It's a game changer. I can speak from experience. You have to vet your people, right? In terms of who you want to learn from or even what institution you want to learn from. But the ways that you could invest in yourself for professional or even personal development. I'm more so speaking in a personal development sense, though. Would be courses, you know, formal education, school, you know, coaching, books, therapy, groups, support groups, etc. And I've done all of these things. I've done all these things for the last, at least from a personal perspective, about 15, over 15 years, actually. But I've done it all. I've done it all. I've done courses. I've done formal education. I've done community education. I've done coaching. I've books, podcasts. The whole nine. I've done everything. I literally went back to school. I invested in training outside of that. I invested in coaching outside of that. I mean, I've, I've done it all. And what I can say is that sometimes that breakthrough you're looking for, you may have to invest in yourself at some point in order to do that. So that's just something to keep in mind. Um, it's, a, it's really about prioritization. Because you have the right to do what you want with your resources, right? If you have $100, some of y'all might put that towards your hair. Some of y'all might put that towards food. Some of y'all may put that towards weed, liquor. And you're free to do that, right? Because my thing is, I'm not. it's not for me to judge how you spend your money, right? But at the same time, at some point, we have to look at what we invest in and whether that gives us the result that we truly want on the inside. We can look the part. Nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you want to be the part, too. And we're somehow looking the part and wondering why we're not being the part because we're not quite prioritizing investing in ourselves once we have the resources to that result that we want. Again, you're free to spend your money however you want to spend it. I just know for me, it was a game changer once I put some of that money outside of looking good and all that other stuff. I was able to put some of that towards investing in myself as well. And if I ain't have it at the time, I save for it. 
little by little. And sometimes that can be daunting because nobody wants to wait. <laughs> when you're ready for the transformation, it's like, yo, let's get it all. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sometimes you just, it's a test. It's a test of patience and resilience and determination and commitment to your process. If you are not in the financial position to invest in yourself, how will you get ready for that? When the time comes, you take it day by day, you take it paycheck by paycheck, dollar by dollar, literally. And when it's time, you do that. And again, because I know that people's money is so you know valuable, especially in these times, I always tell folks, if you got your last, don't spend it yet. Focus on making sure that when it comes to, you know, investing in yourself, like for instance, right? I hear a lot of times folks that have courses, they're like, hey, if you know, if you have your last, don't invest with me because your focus should be on making sure that you have a safe place to live and things like that. And I totally get that. So that's more so what I'm saying when it comes to don't invest your last, because a lot of times, you know, we do things out of desperation. And this is another unpopular opinion. We do things out of desperation, not realizing that that's a desperate move and putting your last towards something that's not going to be beneficial to you long term would not be the best idea. If there's a way, like, let's say even if let's go go down to therapy, let's not even do it outside of it. Let's even take it out of the courses and the coaching and all the other stuff. Right. Even if it's therapy, if you don't have it to go to therapy, I get it. Because therapy can be expensive. Can you go to peer support specialists? Can you go to low cost providers? And I know for a fact there's some that's out there because I did work and I still do work with a low cost provider. Shout out to the Southern California Counseling Center, the center out in Watts, the Outreach Center. They do sessions on a sliding scale. So if you have anything in your area where you're like, oh my God, Maria, you're telling me this, you don't understand. I do. I do. I've been broke plenty of times. But if you don't have the money to invest with a $10,000 coaching program, a $1,500 coaching program, a $2,500 event, a $3,500 course, like a lot of that stuff y'all see on the internet, I'm not knocking them folks because they value in their expertise. It is what it is, right? But if you're not willing to go into debt for that, if you're not willing to ask someone for the money for that, if you're not, if you don't have the funds, find some other ways that you can get some type of assistance from low cost providers. And I always tell folks, the sooner the better, because a lot of times these places will have waiting lists. So just go ahead and just put yourself on the list and keep saving your money. You know, there's ways around this stuff. It's just that folks may not know. So as the homegirl who loves you and wants to see you in, I'm going to let you know. Investing in yourself, unfortunately, in this capitalist society, the way we do it in America, it takes money. Let's keep it a book. It takes money. People don't want to hear that, but let's be honest about the reality. I'm not condoning it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying what it is. So while you're in this position, how are you going to get that? And if you don't want to participate in the capitalistic system, who do you know that could give you assistance that you could barter with? That's another thing. There's always ways around these things. You just have to figure out how. How do we How do we work around it? How do we go, if we can't go from step one to step two, What's the one A, B, C, and D that you can follow to get where you need to go? It may take longer. Can you accept that? And if you can, what can you do to go ahead and get those A, B, C, D steps popping to get to that next step? That's that's free. That's on the house. <laughs> but no, nah, but but no, I just I really want people to kind of just expand their mindset around that. Um, 
Ooh, gave y'all a mini culture session in one episode. We love to see it. So, unpopular opinion number four. Pivoting is necessary to get to where you want to go. Don't ignore that feeling. When you know you got to move, move. This is coming from somebody who has pivoted dozens of times. I could say probably 20 times over the last seven years. Sometimes I should have pivoted much earlier, which I've done. Other times I should have abandoned ship on a few things. I have now. But when you get that feeling... And you know you got to let go and move in a different direction. Make the turn. Okay? Make the turn. I pivoted a lot with Spiritual Homegirl. By the time the pandemic happened, we had been around for four and a half years. I've pivoted more times during the pandemic than I have those four years before the pandemic. And I'm much better for it personally and professionally with Spiritual Homegirl. Much better. That pivot got me into school. That pivot got my degree. That pivot got me back home. That pivot helped me upgrade my life in so many ways. And I never really worried about public perception because I failed. I mean, I feel like failing publicly is is almost like, who cares? Like you should, I mean, I get it. Nobody wants to look stupid, but it's almost like, who are these folks? The same folks that's going through stuff like you, the same folks who have their own journeys to go on, their own mistakes to make and their own successes to claim. Like, who are they? So it was never about looking a certain way in the eyes of the public. It was always a matter of how do I navigate something that I've put so much time in and not get some value out of it. And I ultimately work through it the way I do because, you know, I got my own frameworks. I work on them. I work with them with other people. Yes, in in the work that I do. But I also create them for myself. That's actually how <laughs> it's actually how the creation of the frameworks came to be. I have so many frameworks for myself. It's ridiculous. And I'm really great and um, grateful, I should say, to um, use those frameworks on others and help them get change in their lives. But I use my frameworks to process it and get through and um pivoting is so awesome i love pivoting pivoting is just as much of a game changer as investing in yourself once you get those two out the way man i know for me i can i can speak to 15 years of personal experience at least 15 years of personal experience of what it means to invest in yourself and um i'm better for it and for some of y'all that might not know if you've already invested in yourself if you've ever pay for you know your i mean going to school that's an investment in yourself whether you were with your degree or not that was an investment in yourself um that's one prime example going to therapy getting coaching that's investing in yourself whether you realize it or not even if you bought like a 47 dollar course five years ago that was investing in yourself so some of y'all you know even going to some of the classes at some of the spiritual centers that's investing in yourself so, you know, a lot of times we don't really look at those things as investments, but they are. They're definitely investments. So I just want to get on here and rant for about 20 minutes about my unpopular opinions and spill a little tea along the way. But make sure that you're tapped in. Make sure you subscribe to the Spiritual Homegirl podcast and make sure you leave a review so I can know how y'all are vibing with the things that I've been pivoting to. I actually ah, I wanted to share something. Well, it's sharing September. I have two more episodes at least on Homegirl Thursdays um, to share with y'all. For those that are new to the podcast, I actually share my podcast episodes usually on Thursdays. I call them Homegirl Thursdays. I've been calling them Homegirl Thursdays since I first started. So I have two more episodes within this month to share what I've been working on. 
for the last three years. I meant to share it today, but I ran out of time. But I want to definitely tap in with y'all on that. My bonus episode about how somebody tried to hex me <laughs> comes out tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh, that was hilarious. Ooh, that was hilarious. And look, if you're listening to the episode tomorrow, look, you're going to hear a lot of cackling like a witch. The same witch who thought they was going to get me up out of here. But again, my God is a faithful God. You hear me? So <laughs> I will catch y'all tomorrow. <laughs> This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. Every member, boo friends, touch the journey, trust yourself, and whatever you do, do it with love, even when having unpopular opinions and investing in yourself, okay? Love y'all. See y'all tomorrow. Peace.